Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. are thankful tonight. We are grateful tonight to be in your presence. We ask, so, Spirit of God, that you minister to us. Let the unction of the Lord come. Let your voice be heard. Father, let it not be of man's wisdom, but may it be the wisdom that is from on high. Spirit of God, have your way. Have your way amongst us. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated with a clap offering. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you very much. Well, tonight we want to continue for a short time. We're going to share the word of God for just a short time, and then we will go home. So we want to continue from chapter 8. It's feeding 527, and we've been sharing from the book, The Art of Ministry. The Art of Ministry. And um, I have been blessed sharing from this book. It's a very wonderful book, and I want to encourage you to read the book Read a book and let a book minister to you. Pray that as you are reading, you will catch the spirit of the book. We are using the book. It's become sort of a form of a guideline as we are reading. And as we are reading this book, the Lord is teaching me a lot of things. Amen. As I continue to read, the Lord is teaching me a lot of things. And I'm being blessed by them. So tonight, I think for Tuesday, we've been sharing from chapter 8, how your value is determined, or how to increase your value, how to increase your value. And I said to you that um, the things that we are sharing from this book is not only going to help you spiritually, it's going to help you even in your secular life. If you listen carefully and you apply the things that we are sharing, you realize that these things will benefit you in your secular life, in your marriage, in every area of your life. You see, if you are able to please God, you realize that you will be able to please everyone. Amen. A lot of times, the reason why we are not able to please people is because we seek to please people. Do you understand? Now, whenever you seek to please people, you can never please them. But when you please God, even your enemies, they will be at peace with you. Amen. Even your enemies, the ones who don't like you, you realize that they are at peace with you. Amen. So always seek to please God. And so as we are teaching you these things, you realize that if you are able to help, 
Amen. Wonderful. If you are able to please God, you will be able to please your boss also. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, we are learning about how to increase your value. How can you increase your value? What can you do in your life so that you will increase your value? You, you become valuable either to the church or you become valuable even to your workplace, your job. You become valuable to the organization that you work for. Amen. How can you become valuable as a wife? How can you become valuable as a beloved? That your, your beloved will want to marry you. Amen. That your beloved will see that, that it's, 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 it's beneficial to marry you. Amen. How can you be so much of a value that your husband wants to keep you until he dies? That he will not like to see any other woman or to see any other man. Amen. Do you like such things? Yeah. So we said one of the things that you can do or one of the things that makes your value increase. It says your value increases, number one, when you can be sent. Your value increases when you can be sent. And number two, we said your value increases when you can bring projects to a close. When you can bring a project to a close, your value increases. If you come from a country where they bring projects to close, you see that the country has a lot of value. It is not easy to come to that country because it has a lot of value. Their money has a lot of value. But if you come from a country where they never bring a project to a close, they start constructing a highway and then in the middle of it, there's a change in government and then it's closed. They don't do it any further. They don't complete the project. They're building a government building or a hospital and there's a change in the government, your tenure comes to an end and another government comes, they stop. So you see, no project is completed. And such a place, there's no value. Their monies have no value. Amen. But in a place where they complete projects, they are very valuable. Amen. Wonderful. Number three, we said your value increases when you can accomplish tasks with speed. When you can accomplish tasks with speed. Amen. You, your value increases when you accomplish tasks with speed. You see, understand these things and apply them in your life. And learn. Learn how to cook and cook quickly. You know, some women cook for too long. When they finish the cooking, you don't want to eat. Too long. Learn to cook quickly. Amen. You see, have you not realized when you go to a restaurant, you go to a restaurant and they are they've taken your order and they have brought you some bread with butter and as you are sitting there, you, finish, you, you end up eating all the bread and the butter because you are hungry. That is why you went there. <laughs> Amen. You see, even, and when the food starts coming, you can't even eat. You keep eating the bread as if this is the only thing we are coming to eat. Amen. Am I talking to, why? Am I talking to someone? 
Amen. Some take two, three slices. And they put and then they keep eating. And then you wonder, are you going to eat? But you see, it is because of the delay sometimes. Sometimes when they are delaying in the service, you end up drinking soda and eating bread. As if the main food you want to eat is the bread and soda. Bread, butter, and soda. Amen. You see? So, and you don't like a place like that. You know, so even when you are about to go to a place and then you say, oh, I'm taking you to this. You say, oh, no, 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 no. You say, why? You see, the food is very good, but you say they take too long. They take forever to serve. And you see, it decreases their value. And the same way, your value is also decreased when you also take too long. You, you don't like it when they are delaying in the restaurant, but you delay when you are cooking. You delay when you are cooking. It's not a good thing. Amen. Your value increases when you accomplish tasks with speed. Number four, your value increases with your ability to solve diverse problems. Diverse problems. Did you listen to Bishop? Bishop said, it's not problems. (laughs) And it's not problems. It's problems. Problems. Diverse problems. Amen. It's all all problems. (laughs) We have a father. Man. (laughs) Say most of times. (laughs) Amen. You see, all these teachings, learn them well. It will help you. It will increase your value. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Why? What a shock. <laughs> Most of times. Amen. Number five. Your value is greater if you are involved in building a foundation. If you are involved in building a foundation, your value becomes great. Hallelujah. And number six. Your value increases with your ability to keep secrets. When you are able to keep secrets, you increase your value. Amen. If you have ability to keep secrets, you increase your value. We shared a lot of things about keeping secrets. And it is very important that everyone learns when to shut your mouth. There are certain things that you don't need to say it. There are certain things that you need to keep it to yourself. And when you are able to do that, you can increase your value. Amen. If you are a babbler, you, everything you hear, you say. And there are some people, everything they hear, they will speak. You know, you hear them say, ah, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't keep it anymore. It's too much. It's too much. I, I can't keep it. I, I, I have to speak and be free. Speak and be free? No. <laughs> you say, my head is swelling. It swell, my head is swelling. How can your head swell from information? <laughs> and then you see some people, they can't even breathe. As they have not spoken, they can't breathe. You know, and you can't, you, can't even, you can't even breathe. Everything you have to 
Rub it out. Learn to keep secrets. It will increase your value. Amen. Your value increases when you are able to keep secrets. Number seven, your value increases when you are good company. Your value increases when you are good company. When you are good company. When we can chat with you. You are a good company. It's not a good thing that people pay for an expensive place. They are having a meeting. And they fly, they fly you to the place. They buy a ticket. Expensive place to stay in an expensive hotel. And they bring you to this meeting. And you come and sit there quietly. And look at, looking at them. Just come and enjoy the hotel. Eat the food. And then you come back. They will never bring you again. Amen. So be a good company. It will increase your value. Be a good company. You see, you have no idea how much gift is in you. You have no idea. Except that you don't even make any effort to explore it. You don't make any effort to contribute. Amen. Sometimes even asking a question, asking a question will bring a huge idea. Just as you ask, wow, yes, why don't we do it this way? And you didn't know, but your question, just the question that you ask. But you see, a lot of times, some of you, you don't even pay attention when someone is talking. You don't pay attention. And that is why, at the end, you have nothing to ask. It's not that you understood everything, but you did not listen. You didn't hear anything. Amen. Be a good company. Hallelujah. The next one, number eight. Your value increases when you can relate well with people. Your value increases when you can relate well with people. I, I believe that is where we start. Your value increases when you can relate well with outsiders. When you can relate well with outsiders. He says, there are people who can relate easily with the outside world. Do you have your copy? Yes, open your book and let us read. He says, there are people who can relate easily with the outside world. They, that is, they can do it with ease. However, not all workers are up to this role. Not everyone who works is up to this role. It's not everyone who can relate with outsiders. Now, to effectively relate with outsiders, you need to develop the art of diplomacy. You need to develop the art of diplomacy. You need to have that. Now, what is diplomacy? I look in the dictionary, and diplomacy is smoothness or skill. Smoothness or skill in dealing with people. To have the skill to deal with people. The smoothness to deal with people. You need to have that skill. You need to have that. If you are going to relate with outsiders. You need to be tactful. Hallelujah. Kwame, do you understand? You need to be tactful. You need to be tactful. Now, tact means the delicate perception of saying or doing the right thing. The delicate perception of saying or doing the right thing 
having a quick sense of what fits the given situation. You must have that quick sense. You should be able to be a person who has a quick sense of what fits in the given situation. Given this condition, what fits? So that you avoid offense. Amen. That is how we relate with outsiders. To be diplomatic and to be tactful. Amen. There are several things that affect our ability to relate with outsiders. Amen. So he said, you must understand protocol. Not everyone is skilled in diplomacy. Not everyone. Some people are simply unrefined. Unrefined means you are not polished. You are not refined. You are not polished. And you are not refinable. No matter what we do, we can't refine you. We can't polish you. You are too rough. Amen. You speak by heart. That means, as your heart tells you, it just comes. You don't filter what you are saying. As it drops in your mind, you say, as for me, I speak my mind. Have you heard such a thing before? Never say that. You don't think too far. When you speak your mind, as for me, I just speak my mind. Amen. So some of the things that affect your, your, your ability to relate with outsiders, it says, your dressing may have to be modified if you are to appear in public. Your dressing must have to be modified if you are to appear in public. Amen. Amen. You see, if you like a dress, it doesn't mean that you can wear it. The fact that you like it does not mean that it's wearable. There are two different things. And you see, some people confuse my, my liking with I can wear it. If I like it, I can wear it. It doesn't go like that. You cannot relate with people if you wear anything that you like. Amen. I can see that some of you, your dressing has changed. You know, I can see that your dressing has changed. There were times that I see some people used to wear jeans to church. You wear jeans to church. Jeans, Sunday you are coming to church, you are wearing jeans. Amen. It's not a good thing. Hallelujah. You know, the way you dress increases your value. The way you dress can increase your value. Now, I'm not saying that you should break your bank, you break your accounts and dress. Do you understand? That is not what I'm saying. You don't need to spend a lot of money to dress well. I'm telling you. You do not need to spend a lot of money to dress well. You need to know what to wear. And you have to wear clothes that fit you. Do you understand? You don't have to spend a lot of money. You have to wear what fits you. Amen. Some of you, you don't even know your sizes. Oh, true. There are some people, you call them and they say, you, oh, I'm coming to this place. I want to buy you this. What do you wear? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> you say, four or six. <laughs> can you say four or six? 
You either wear four or you wear six. Now you look to me like you wear ten. But you are saying four or six. So it means you have no idea what is four and what is six. Amen. You need to wear what fits. You don't have to break a bank. Hallelujah. Some men don't even know their shirt sizes. They don't know. You see, they're wearing shirt and the sleeve is very long. And then you see the sleeve is all over the place like this. They don't even know that the shirts are made with sleeve length. For them, a shirt is a shirt. As I'm buying a shirt, it's a shirt. And I'm buying it. They don't know that if you see someone wearing a shirt with a tie and the neck is so big. And your neck is in the shirt like. It, it looks as if. It looks as if they dash it to you. Meanwhile, you bought it. Sam. You bought it with your own money. Amen. You see some men wearing some suit. The skinny man wearing a big suit. The jacket is so big. And then you are walking in the jacket. That, that, that kind of thing, that kind of thing, it decreases your value. I'm telling you that it decreases your value. The moment they call you for the interview and you are coming and they see you coming with your... Your, your, your jacket up to here. Sometimes your fingers. <laughs> hey, don't spoil the preaching for me. I'm serious with what I'm preaching. Have you seen that thing before? You see that you can't see the person's fingers in the jacket. <laughs> Andy, do you understand what I'm sharing? Sometimes you see a young man go to the suit, trying to buy a suit, and he's looking at size 50. Size. You, it means he, he's clueless. Clueless. And when you are wearing a thing like that and you get to the interview place, you have lost value right away. You see that you are wearing a suit with a tie. The tie begins from here. Your neck has dropped. Your shirt... It, it starts from here. You have closed the whole thing, but we can see your <laughs> we can see your vest, your undergarment. It's not a good thing. Amen. It's not a good thing. Where that fit, what fits? There are some women. There are certain dresses. You shouldn't try it. You should not try it. Amen. There are certain dresses you should not try. Do you understand? No matter how you look, you can wear something that gives you, you it gives you certain glory. Glory. Amen. You glow. You, it doesn't matter what your size is. You see, you are glowing. Amen. And right away, it increases your value. It increases your value. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? 
avoid wearing certain things. If, if your friend is wearing it, doesn't mean that you can also wear it. You see something, you say, oh, it looks really nice on you. Where did you buy it? And then you also go and buy the same thing. It's not, it's, it doesn't, you, we, we can't wear the same thing. You are said to buy, buy, one, buy, buy one like this, the same thing, buy one for me. And then you give the person money. And it looks like somebody dashed you. You spent your money. It's not a good thing. Amen. Amen. Your dressing is a way that you can relate with people. Sometimes you wear something that is, um, um, is unpleasant to relate with you. What you are wearing, even as a pastor, as I'm coming to you, I, I, I feel embarrassed. Do you understand? I feel embarrassed. Amen. And you know it. So you see, you know it. You know, let me tell you something. Whenever you are dressing, when you are, you are wearing something, have God in mind. That I want to please God. That I'm dressing for God. Whenever you dress like that, you always will dress well. And you see, people will tell you that you look nice. Amen. And you will increase your value. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 31, it says, Whether therefore you eat or drink, whatsoever thou doest, do all to the glory of God. So whatever you are doing, whatever you are wearing, wear it to the glory of God. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? It says, your speech will have to be appropriate and polished for the occasion. Some people simply do not have the background that enables them to function in this role. Amen. Your speech is very important. It is important that you have polished speech if you want to relate with people. Proverbs 25 verse 11, it says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. When you speak well, when you speak well, amen, when you speak well, when you pick your words carefully, there are some people who can speak well, but they are not patient. They are not patient. Even when they are talking, they are not patient. You see, if you are someone who talks too fast, learn to speak at a proper pace that everyone can understand you. You increase your value that way. You already, you have an accent. And you are speaking also too fast. The people cannot understand you. So you see, they are nodding their head, but they didn't hear anything. Amen. But you need patience to relate with people. If you are relating with people, you need to have patience. Amen. I say you need patience if you are relating with people. Hallelujah. Some people simply do not have the background that enables them to function in this role. Some people are unable to communicate with the public without offending people. Some simply do not have the patience or the ability to be public relation person. Hallelujah. A person who knows how to serve in the public eye is therefore very valuable. You need patience to relate with people. Hallelujah. You see, you cannot work in the 
follow-up ministry, for instance, if you are not patient. If you are not patient, you can't work in a follow-up ministry. Because you realize that, you see, I have had experience like that. Some potential permanent church members, initially when you call them, they are very rude. They are very rude. But they are potential permanent church members. You need to be patient to talk to people. You need to be patient to relate with them. Amen. There was, I have someone who is now one of my favorite people in the church. But when she first came to the church and I called her, she was very rude. She was very rude. But she has now become one of my favorite people in the church. One of the people that I pray for. Amen. Amen. Don't think too far. Please, don't think too far. Don't think madness. Don't think madness. Don't think madness. Amen. Don't think madness. Hallelujah. But the person has become a permanent member today. You see, and if you weren't patient to relate with such a person, you would have canceled her off and she would have been gone. Amen. So we need patience when we are relating with people. Hallelujah. Some of you, you also speak well. You are very polite, but there's some things that you need to polish on. Amen. Amen. There are some of you, your mouth smells. Listen, listen. I'm teaching you something very important. It's very important. Some of you, you have odor in your mouth. And you see, you can relate with people. You are very polite. You think you are a very nice person. You speak very well. But people don't come near you. Amen. Amen. You know you have not eaten all day. You should have some mint in your pocketbook or your, 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 your pocket, something. Have some mint. That every now and then you put one in your mouth. Some people, you, 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 you see when people are speaking with you, they have to hold their breath. And such a thing. <laughs> they can't stand there for too long holding their breath. Do you understand? So you see, they can't relate with you. And when they see you, they run away. Amen. But you see, listen, I'm teaching you something very important. This is something that nobody can easily tell you. It's, it's, you see, nobody can easily tell you. So I am teaching you from the pulpit that you check yourself. Amen. Look, everything that is inside us has an odor. Everything that is inside us. No matter how you brush your teeth. If you go to bed, you sleep, and you wake up, your mouth is not the same as you went to bed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you see, you have to understand that. That is how we, so you have sat, you have sat on the train for an hour. You didn't talk to anyone. And your mouth, it's like you slept also. And you are coming to church. Come, get some mint. Get some mint and put it in your mouth. You are going on visitation. And you are, you are traveling a long distance. Get some mint before you get there and put it in your mouth. You are going for an interview. You are afraid. You are, all the things you have learned, you don't even want to open your mouth so you forget. So you kept your mouth quiet for, from, from the Moshulu Parkway or Woodlawn. Woodlawn. All the way to World Trade Center. 
and you didn't talk to anyone. And you get there, and then you, 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 go, you go for the interview, and it's not, they'll, they'll, as you start talking, they say, oh, very nice, nice. Okay, we'll, you'll hear from us. <laughs> you, <laughs> you'll hear from us. Amen. I'm teaching you something. Always, always be conscious of these things. That you always have some mint with you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Some of you eat certain foods. And you don't care. You know, you don't care what you have eaten. Be conscious of what you just ate. Be aware of what you just ate. Amen. It's not a nice thing. It's not a good thing that you open your mouth and garlic. We're smelling some kinds of foods. Amen. Are you learning something? Hallelujah. So it is important. You see, these are all how we relate with people. How people can sustain you in conversation. How they can stand to listen to you. Amen. You have to keep your clothes away from your kitchen. Keep your clothes away from your kitchen. Yes, we know that you live in an apartment. And it doesn't matter where you live. Keep your clothes away from your kitchen. Hallelujah. And close your bedroom doors when you are cooking. Close your bedroom doors. That is where your clothes are. Close your bedroom door. Close your closet as you are cooking. Amen. Because you see, you will not know. Because you are used to, and you like what you are cooking. Do you understand? So you expect everyone should like it. So close your bedroom door. Close, take your, you came from outside, you have your winter jacket. Don't put it by the chair which is close to your kitchen as you are cooking. Meanwhile, it's dry cleaning and you don't clean it every other week or every month even. The whole season, you are not going to clean it. So why you keep it by your kitchen? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you feel like, Oh, I am a people's person. I relate well with people. When I see people, I want to give them hugs. I want to welcome them. I want to be around them. But they're going away from you. (laughs) Amen. Amen. It's not a good thing. Hallelujah. And sometimes you need to limit the kinds of food. Some foods you don't cook that kind of food all the time. There are certain kinds of food. You don't have to cook it all the time. Amen. It's not, it's not conducive for public relations. Hallelujah. You are a beautiful, beautiful woman. Nicely dressed. Nice, expensive dress. Nicely dressed. But you have an odor. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Amen. It's not a good thing. Everyone should be conscious of this. Buy durable deodorant. Buy deodorant that lasts at least 24 hours. At least. It lasts for 24 hours. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Buy the one that lasts. You see, there is no excuse. There is no excuse to say, oh, it's the end of the day. You know we have been tired. So it's okay. You know, we are free. It's okay. It's not okay. There is no excuse any time of the day. To have an odor. There's no excuse. You can relate with people like that. 
You can't relate with people like that. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody this evening? There's no excuse. These are all ways we relate with people. Amen. And learn also to eat food from different nationalities. If you want to relate with people, learn to eat food from different nationalities. You know? We take you to a place and everything they, they, they bring, as they are bringing the food, like last time, like last Sunday, they are bringing variety. Where's your name? Can you push it away? I don't like this. What is this? I don't like this. Ah! We pay $50. We pay $30. Look at what they are giving us. Who selected this food? Learn to eat different nationalities, different cuisines. Learn to eat them. Learn to eat different cuisines. Amen. Then you are angry. As for me, that's why I don't like coming to these places. Eh? And then that's, you are angry. As, as for me, that's why I don't like coming to these places. What is this? What is this? You see, you cannot, you cannot relate with outsiders if you don't know how to eat different kinds of foods. Amen. Everything you eat, you want to eat something that is like yours. If it is not like your kind of food. So as for you, everywhere you go, uh, you, uh, just give me rice. <laughs> give me rice. As for rice, you can't go wrong. Just give me rice. <laughs> Universal. Rice. <laughs> right. So... They bring, they bring the menu. They bring the menu and you are looking in it. All you are looking for is the one that has rice in it. If it has rice, you are okay. It's not a good thing. I said the thing that I'm teaching you, it will help you in the ministry and it will help you in your secular life also. Amen. Sometimes intentionally go to some Thai restaurant and buy some pad thai. You, nobody is there. So if you try it and you don't like it, nobody is there. Buy something. It's okay. You, did, you don't like it. You throw it away. Go there again. Try another thing on the menu. Buy it and bring it. You alone. And then no one dish that you know you can eat from a Thai restaurant. No one dish that you can eat from um, Indian restaurant. No one dish that you can eat from Italian restaurant. No one dish that you can eat from. No one dish that you can eat from Nigerian. Menu. No one dish that so that you can relate with people, relate with outsiders. Amen. As for jack chicken, it's like ours. The way jack chicken is like ours, so uh, curry chicken is like ours. So learn other dishes also. Amen. Whenever you say you are going to a restaurant to eat papaya, why? 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 Every time. Stop saying those, ask for me this type of things. I don't like. Stop saying, you cannot be a people's person. You cannot relate with outsiders if that is you. Look at the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 20. 
When I was with the Jews, I lived like a Jew to bring the Jews to Christ. When I was with those who follow the Jew law, I too live under that law. Even though I'm not subject to that law, I did this so I could bring to Christ those who are under the law. When I'm with the Gentiles who do not follow the Jewish law, I too live apart from that law so I can bring them to Christ. But I do not ignore the law of God. You see, we are not saying don't eat your food. We, don't, we are not saying ignore your food. But when you are with the Indians, eat some Indian food. When you are with other international people, eat their food. So you can have conversation with them. So you can buy all Paul said, I will do this so I can buy all means bring some to Christ. He says, when I'm with the Jews, I live like a Jew. So that I can bring them to Christ. I eat the Jewish food. Not that I like it. That is not what, how I was raised. But now, in order for me to bring some, in order for me to relate with them, to relate with outsiders, that is how I have to do it. He says, but I do not ignore the law of God. I obey the law of Christ. When I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness. For I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone. Common ground with everyone. Doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. It's great. Having a specialized ability increases your value. Number nine. Having a specialized ability increases your value. Having a special ability increases your value. Hallelujah. Since when you have some unusual talent, you become valuable. For instance, your ability to speak an unusual language can increase your value greatly. You must find a place where your particular ability is valued. There are people whose ability is ability to sing has earned them special jobs in special places. Their ability to sing has earned them special jobs in special places. Amen. If you look at Lady Pastor Ida, our star Ida, look at the ability to sing, where it has taken her. What continent has she not been on? She's been to many countries, just as many as the father had also traveled. She goes with him. Amen. Just because she has the ability, she has this specialized ability, the ability to sing. He says, not everyone has the ability to be a world-class singer. Amen. If you are able to sing, you can become a world-class singer. You can build on that gift that God has given you. You can improve on that gift to that level. Amen. You see, every gift that God has given you, he's expecting that 
you will live to the fullest of the gift. Every talent that God has given you, he is expecting that you account for that talent. You see, some of you, you can sing, and you don't, have, you don't make any other effort to improve on your singing. Sometimes you need to even spend money to do extra voice training. You can sing. Improve on your voice. Improve on your voice. Amen. Some of you singers, you need to watch music videos. Watch music videos. A particular song that you sing, they say you are coming to sing that song. You need to listen to that song. Watch it. Listen. Watch it. Listen. So you should glue your eyes to the person who is singing. Look at the person's lips. Look at how, listen to how certain words are pronounced. Amen. Listen to certain words. Listen to how they are pronounced. He said, Bishop was saying, he said, we don't say, you alone. Now, you. We don't say, you. <laughs> so, you see, as you are singing, the anointing has come so much. You alone. Now, worthy. <laughs> Amen. But you see, if you are able to sing it, you see, what everyone knows is the one who sang it. Everyone knows the original one. That is what you want to do. So if the person is saying you, why you say you? Because you are anointed. You are singing with anoint, special anointing. The anointing has come. Oh, brothers and sisters, let's lift up our hands and sing. You alone. <laughs> Amen. Listen to it. Listen, 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 listen. Have headset on closely, quietly. Listen to the words and copy the words. Reverse it. Listen to it again. Reverse it. Listen. How did she sing this one? How did he sing this? Listen to it again. Listen. Look, when you are singing, a lot of times, accents do cancel. When you are singing and you listen to the person, as just listen to her. It's not the same as you are speaking. When you are singing, it's different. Pronounce the words just like the person is pronouncing them. Amen. You can become a world-class singer. Amen. May there be world-class singers yeah. in the church. Yeah. Amen. Amen. See, some people have the ability to type and type with speed and accuracy. Such things give unusual value to a person. Hallelujah. The ability to host people and cater for them is also a special skill. To have the ability to host people and cater for them is also a special skill. Not every woman cares for people in a way that makes them feel at home. Some women actually drive people away with their unfriendly and expressionless faces. Amen. You see, it's a skill that you need to build on. It's a skill that you need to develop on. You see, 
Some people do not even bother to learn what to do to make a particular person comfortable. When you know that someone is coming to visit you, someone is coming to your place, make an effort to know what to do to please that person, what to do to make that person comfortable. Sometimes we can say that, oh, we are sending a man of God to your place. You know, we want you to host a man of God. We are sending someone, somebody is coming, and we want the person to come to your place. Sometimes it's even important, call the person's wife, call the person's home. Find out the kinds of food the person likes. Find out the kind of drinks the person likes. Find out how the person likes his tea or how the person likes his coffee. Find out about these things and be prepared. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If you want to prepare, if you want to learn to host people, you, lo- you want to relate with people, look, you will see that the person is living, the person is in love with you. The person wants to bless you. But some of you, a man of God is coming to your house. He says he's coming to your house. To, they are, you are hosting somebody. You say, oh. <laughs> You see, you need to learn to please people, learn to make people comfortable. It's not that you are, you are cooking and you don't know what he likes, but you have cooked your, you say, that's my favorite, your, this is your favorite. So you have cooked your favorite, your specialty. And that is the only thing that you have. That is the only thing that you have. Make different things, small portions of different things, so that give him option, so that you will say, oh, dinner is ready, but... You know, this is there, this is there, this, you have made different, but you, you have made rice and you have put your chicken stew on top and then you have given him. Whether you like it or not, eat it. But make small, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, 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 and then offer him. Amen. And serve it nicely. Serve it nicely. Are you learning something? You see, when you marry, Merua, when you marry, when you marry and your husband brings his friend to stay with him and you treat him like that, you know, you increase your value in the marriage. You increase your value in the marriage. He says, hey, your wife, she's different. Now. Wow. And then you see the man's head starts swelling. You see, he says, wow, your wife, eh? he says, your wife, everything she made is something that I like. The person doesn't know that you have called the man's wife ahead of time, and you know the things he likes, and you have made all these things. He says, your wife, your wife cooks to my taste. He doesn't know that you have received tips. You see, you increase your value like that. Amen. You increase your value. And then you know all the things that he likes, but make something special that, that you, you are very good at. Make it and then add it to it. Whether he will like it or not, you don't know, but he will try it. Mm. Can I have more of this thing? Can I have more? You see, the blessings it will just start pouring out. It will just start pouring out. Amen. Increase your value. Increase your value. 
He says, such, such motherly hosts are specially endowed and are of great value to churches that host frequent guests. Amen. Amen. If we are a church that hosts guests frequently, you see, such a thing is a great value to the church. Amen. He says, special computer skills and technical abilities can also make a person valuable. Discover what special ability you have and exploit it to the fullest. Let your gift make room for you and take you to the highest place. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16. Amen. It says a man's gift. When, when God has given you gifts, the gifts are supposed to make room for you. And it's supposed to bring you to great places, to great people. Amen. That gift that you have. That gift of cooking can bring you to a great place. That gift of serving. Serving. Even the way you serve someone tea. Someone has come to your house. The way you serve the person tea. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? The way you serve. It, is, it, it, it just bring, it adds value to you. It adds value to you. And every woman, stop buying those silver pants. A lot of them that you have bought as so many... Every woman should have something small like that. Some nice chinaware that you use to serve like that. And don't have to buy expensive thing. But just that nice teacup with nice milk jug, with nice sugar jug, with nice something, with nice... And then you set it up before a person with your variety of tea. You have different kinds of tea to make for him to make a choice. Oh, he looks at the thing and then he's blessed. He looks at the thing and then he's blessed. Look, let me give you a clue. Let me give you some clue. Whenever you go to a place, like you go to a hotel, you go to a big banquet, you go to any place where they have laid something nicely for you, learn from it. Sometimes take photographs and copy. That when you two, in your small world, when you get some guests, this is how you are going to serve them. Yes. Yes. If it's nice to you and they are charging you so much and for that you still go and pay and eat there, it means it will be nice when you also do it to someone. Amen. We cannot begin to share this one. I think our time is up, so we will pause here. We pause here. The book is so much, it's so much of a blessing. I cannot, I think I have to just run through this and we will finish these chapters next week when we meet, God willing. Stand onto your feet and bring the word. Let's bring the word. Service to your place. Stand to your feet. Oh, Lord, help us to increase our value. Help us to increase our value. Help us to increase our value. Some of us do not know how to host guests. A guest has come to your house, and then you are asking, would you, would you like to drink orange juice? Because that is the only thing you have in your refrigerator. Learn to host guests. Learn. May the Lord open our eyes that our value will increase. That our value will increase. In the ministry, let our value increase. At our secular life, let our value increase. Oh Lord, open our eyes. 
Open our eyes. Teach us, Lord. Teach us. Give us hearts that are teachable. Father, give us the ability to learn, the ability to copy. Give us that ability. Oh, we are thankful. We are thankful. We are thankful, Lord. Teach us, 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 Lord. Teach us. Teach us. That our value will increase. That our value will increase. Teach us how to relate with others. How to relate with others. Let us not take offense when we are corrected. But may we learn. May we learn. May we learn. For by learning, our value increases. When we learn, it increases our value. When we are corrected, it increases our value. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. With God's teach us. Teach us. Increase our values. What can we do to increase our value? What can we do to increase our value? What can we do to increase our value? When we are being able to relate with people, when we have the ability to relate with outsiders, Father, we become valuable in the ministry. We become valuable in Christ. Paul said, I became like a Jew that I can win the Jew. I became like a Greek that I can win the Greek. He said, I became weak that I can win the weak to the Lord. Oh, yes. Ancient words, ancient words, ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words be ancient words, ancient words, ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts, oh, let the tonight for what you have allowed us to learn. Spirit of God, we thank you for a church like this. We thank you for such wisdom. We thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes to these things. Father, there are things that we have taken for granted. But we thank you, Lord, for drawing them to our attention tonight. We are grateful and thankful. We thank you, Lord, that you are showing us things that will increase our value. 
Increase our value in the ministry. Increase our value in the church. Increase our value in our various ministries. And increasing our value at our secular lives also. Lord, we are thankful and we are grateful. In Jesus' name. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, with all eyes closed, every head bowed, if that is you, you want to give your life to Christ, lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. You say, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is you, let us pray. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Why don't you all join me and let's say this together. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Let your blood cleanse me. Let your blood cleanse me. Let your blood wash me. Let your blood wash me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of tonight. Tonight. I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. I will serve you. I will serve you this day. This day and forever. And forever. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving in me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats? We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.